The number one thing that stops entrepreneurs from moving forward and taking action is fear. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. While you're here, go to terryholland.ca slash level up on demand for a free on-demand training to help you level up your business this year. The link is also in the show notes. When my clients come to me, they'll tell me that the problem is that they're not getting things done or that they just don't know what to do or they don't have the right tools or resources to accomplish what they want to do. Sometimes they'll tell me that they just don't feel motivated enough. Like they know they should do something, but they just can't get themselves there. Sometimes they'll identify it as procrastination and they'll say, I just always procrastinate. I know I... I should do this thing, but I just can't make myself do it. Sometimes they'll tell me that they are overwhelmed. There's so many things they feel obligated to do that they just can't get to doing the things that they actually need to do because there's just so much stuff on their plate. Sometimes they'll tell me there's not enough time to do all the things they need to do. Sometimes they'll say it's other people in their lives are the problem and it's if these people would just step up or do what they're supposed to do, then it would make everything easier. And at the bottom of all of it, no matter what they tell me, whether it's procrastination, overwhelm, if it's perfectionism, if it's laziness, whatever they, however they label it, however they describe it, at the bottom of it is always fear. Fear is the number one killer of business, and it kills more dreams than anything else. Fear keeps us playing small. It tells you, don't you dare put your neck on the line. It tells us that if we fail, we'll be judged and we'll be rejected by our people. And it tells us that if we succeed, we'll be rejected by our people because they'll think that we don't belong anymore. We think that if we are different than everybody else, that somehow we'll be banished from the tribe. And in tribal days, and we all we all go back to some sort of tribal society, primitive man, back in our tribal days, if you were kicked out of the tribe, it was certain death. So we have within us these deeply biological needs to blend in, be mediocre, stay small, be safe, don't fail, don't succeed, don't stick your neck out, or it was certain death. Well, today, we don't have those needs anymore. Today, you can be very self-sufficient and you have many tools and resources available to you to accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish in life. But then we add in social media where everything is looked at and seen. And now the fear becomes, well, what will they say? If I make a video and I put myself online, what are they going to say about me? If I promote my business, what will they do? What will they say? What will they think about me if I start showing up online in a big way? If I launch a podcast or I start making a video series, if I host a webinar, what are they 
going to say about me? What will they think about me? What will they do? Are they going to come at me? Will they hurt me? Here's the truth. We could take any group, any population, any cross-section of the population, and we could break it into thirds. And there'll be one third of people, I call it the bottom third, they won't like you. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, how you show up, they're not going to like you. And the next third, the middle third, they're kind of on the fence. They're not for you. They're not against you. They don't have much of an opinion of you. They could be swayed in either direction or they might just stay neutral. But the top third, these are your fans. These are your cheerleaders. They're your biggest support. These are the clients who sign up for everything that you do. They're always liking your stuff and they wanna be involved in whatever you do next. They tell their friends about you. They send you referrals. They absolutely adore you and your work. So we have one third doesn't like you no matter what. One third, yeah, they could take you or leave you. And one third that just absolutely loves you. They're your people. And then way down at the very bottom of that bottom third, there's about 3% who really hate you. Like they don't just not like you, they really hate you for no good reason. They just hate you and they would love to see you fail. Now, what we tend to do is focus on that bottom third and especially that 3%, the people who just absolutely hate you, we tend to focus all of our attention on them. What if they come for me? What if they say something? What if they troll my account? What if they comment something bad? And usually these are faceless, nameless people. And yes, the more visible you are online, the more you show up in the world, the more successful you become, the more daring you are to be yourself and to be brave and put yourself online in big ways and do great, big, amazing things in your life, the more they will come after you. And you will get trolled. I've been trolled. I've had people post horrible things and say horrible things about me. And I can tell you the first time, it really hurt. The first time was a group of girls who I knew from back when I was like 18, 19. They were my, my bar friends. We worked together. There were four of us. And we all worked together selling shoes at a department store. And you know, we would go out on the weekends together and, and we were inseparable. And then we all sort of, you know, went on to post-secondary school and, and went on with our careers and our lives and grew apart. And then Facebook brought us all back together years later. And we didn't interact too much, but you know, the odd like of a photo, the odd comment here and there, the way you kind of do with friends from the past. Well, one day after I had completed my NLP practitioner certifications, I put out a Facebook ad and it was my very first Facebook ad. And I saw the next day that one of these girls had shared, she had shared my ad. And I thought, wow, she really supports me. And I went to her page where she had shared it and it was nothing but trash talk. Her and then the other girls who I used to know were all saying things like, who does she think she is? How could she coach somebody? What would she coach someone on? What has she done in her life that she could help someone else? 
And then one of them said, I've been waiting to take this Terry, not a nice word, down for a, for a while now. And then they started posting nasty comments on my business page and horrible reviews about me that weren't true. None of them had ever worked with me. And I kept blocking and deleting and blocking and deleting. And there were fake accounts and friends accounts. And after about 48 hours, it all stopped. I imagine they probably got bored and moved on to someone else. And in that 48 hours, I was ready to quit. And I even said to my coach, I said, if this is what it means to be visible and to show up online, then I want nothing to do with it. And he said to me, he said, Terry, you want to be like, like Tony Robbins, don't you? He wakes up every day to millions of people who would love to see him fail. You have three. This is training. It's training in resilience. He said, if you can't handle it at this level, how could you handle it there? And so I kept going and I kept putting myself online. And the more I did, then of course, there was there were more people. It wasn't the last time someone posted something offensive or mean on my stuff. And there are people who've posted, you know, sent me rude comments and rude messages from everything from my appearance to how I talk. Um, and I'm at the point now where I think it's kind of funny, you know, where I can laugh at it. I'll take a screenshot to send to one of my friends. We have a good chuckle about it and I delete it and that's it. But it took time and it took exposing myself to the fear over and over and over again until eventually I became desensitized to it. I could have let it destroy me. In fact, if I didn't have my coach at the time to hold my hand through that and to coach me through it on becoming tougher and stronger, I would not be doing what I'm doing today. And I can tell you that the times in my life where I was able to put the blinders on and focus only on the people who need to hear from me and nothing else, it has done me nothing but the greatest service in my life. The more I've taken action, the better things have become. This podcast I only have because I took action. And honestly, I didn't think anyone would listen to it. So there was no fear of judgment or rejection or failure or success because I thought no one's going to hear it anyway. It doesn't matter what I do. And, and then it turned out it really mattered. And it was a really great thing. But had I, had I been afraid of what people would think, or had I even thought that they would listen, I probably never would have done it. So whatever it is that you want to do with your business, if you want to start making videos, if you want to be more present on social media, if you want to influence people and have a big impact, you're going to have to put yourself out there. And if you're afraid of it, and if you let that fear make you small, then you won't be able to do what you're here to do. And eventually, it's kind of like when you were a kid, if you ever had a fear of the monster in the closet, or for me, it was like the boogeyman in the basement. I thought uh, I had nightmares about a creepy man in our basement, and, and I'd be afraid to go downstairs. 
And then the more my parents got me to go downstairs into the basement with them and with my sister and to go down there to, to show me that there was nothing there to be afraid of, then over time that that image in my mind of the boogeyman in the basement became small and silly. He just became ridiculous to even think about until it was no longer even a thought. So if you're afraid of the people coming at you online or the trolls, the haters, just do it anyway. And I know people say, feel the fear, do it anyway. I prefer through timeline therapy, just let go of the fear and do it anyway. And we can certainly have a conversation about that if you're interested in how that works. But it's really, you just have to, in order to find that confidence in yourself to do what you want to do, you have to do the things that you want to feel confident at and take the risk that maybe you'll fail or maybe you'll succeed or maybe some people won't like it. And in fact, I guarantee some people won't like it. Yesterday was the Super Bowl and the weekend performed the halftime show. And before he was even done, before he was off stage, I was seeing memes on social media making fun of his performance, making fun of the masks that they were wearing or the costumes, the dancers, making fun of the set, all kinds of stuff, poking fun at him. People saying that they were disappointed in his performance, that they thought it was a mess. And I thought, I don't know when I've last seen a halftime show where the performer didn't get ripped apart right after. I mean, imagine going on such a huge stage where millions of people are going to be watching you. And you know that everyone else who has done that before you has been ridiculed and mocked and people talked about how they hated the performance, no matter how well they did, no matter how great of a performer they are, no matter how much time they put into that performance, no matter how great of a singer they are, no matter how powerful their voice is, there are going to be people who don't like it. So think about it this way. If all of those singers get up on that stage and know that people are not going to like it, no matter what they do, no matter what they wear, what chance do you have of having everybody love everything you do. Zero. And if you think that the end game is that everybody, everybody has to love what you do, well, you're playing a game you can't win. You'll never succeed at it. You will always fail. And you'll probably never even take the chance to move forward. But if you go into it knowing a third of the population is not going to like this, and a third of the population just won't care either way. And you focus on the other third, that third of the population, they need it. They absolutely need what you're offering. They need to hear from you. They need your voice. They need your message. They need your products. They need your services, your programs, your courses. They need what you do. You are here for a reason. You're here to show up and to do what you do. I fully believe that every human being has gifts. And those gifts are meant to be shared with others. And if you want to live a life of meaning and purpose and fulfillment, then you bring those gifts forward and you offer them to the world and you do it with bravery and with confidence, knowing that some people aren't going to like it because it's not for them. And you focus on the people that you're here to serve. So I hope that helped you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if it has helped you, if you found some value in today, 
And if you think that someone else might benefit from hearing this, then please share this episode with even just one friend. That would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I hope you have a fantastic day.